Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest for Wednesday, March 3rd, 2010. In today's front page headlines, new allegations in Patterson inquiry, climate scientists begin to respond to criticism, and president open to four GOP ideas on health issues. In this morning's financial headlines, the U.S. considers requiring brake override system, Britain grapples with debt of Greek proportions, and Apple sues the maker of Google's smartphone in a patent claim. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The first story is titled New Allegations in Patterson Inquiry, written by David Kochanowski and Danny Hakem. A key figure in the domestic abuse scandal, bedeviling New York Governor David Patterson, told investigators that the governor phoned her to enlist her help in quieting the accuser, according to a person with knowledge of her account. Tell her the governor wants her to make this go away, the governor told Deneen Brown, according to the person. Brown, a state worker, was friends with both the governor and the woman who says that his senior aide to Patterson roughed her up in a violent Halloween altercation. Brown then contacted the accuser, Sharuna Booker, repeatedly by phone and text message, the person said, but the content of those communications is not clear. And on February 7th, the day before Ms. Booker was to return to court for a permanent order of protection against the aide, David Johnson, Brown arranged a phone conversation between Booker and the governor himself. Booker did not appear in court the following day, resulting in the cases being dismissed. Brown's account provides the most explicit description to date of the governor's intervention in the aftermath of the assault allegation against Johnson. Patterson's calls to Brown began in late January or early February, around the time that reporters for the New York Times began reporting on Johnson's background and rise to senior aide. On Tuesday evening, Patterson, through a spokesman, denied telling Brown to, quote, make this go away. The governor has begun telling top state Democrats that he had a conversation with Booker only because she reached out to him to complain that she was being pestered by reporters from the Times. Fallout from the controversy continued on Tuesday. The state police superintendent, Harry Corbett, who first admitted a week ago that state troopers contacted Booker in what he described as an effort to explain her options, announced on Tuesday evening that he would resign. And a growing chorus of New York political figures called on the governor to resign. This latest news is very disappointing for those of us who believe the governor was a strong advocate for women's equality and for ending violence against women, said Marcy Pappas, president of the New York chapter of the National Organization for Women, an influential player in democratic politics. In spite of the governor's heretofore excellent record on women's issues, it is now time for the governor to step down. This is about leadership, said State Senator Craig Johnson, a Nassau County Democrat, and sometimes leadership is knowing when you can't lead anymore. Patterson has not responded to questions about his own understanding of the alleged assault or his role in his administration's response to it, citing an investigation by Attorney General Andrew Cuomo. He declined to comment on Tuesday. Booker told the police that on October 31st, Johnson ripped off her Halloween costume, choked her, threw her against a bureau, and prevented her from calling the police for help. She went to family court and twice obtained temporary orders of protection before failing to appear to seek the final order on February 8th. Brown was one of two state workers whom the governor personally instructed to contact Booker, according to two people with direct knowledge of the governor's actions. The other worker was Marissa Shorenstein, Patterson's press secretary, 